Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I'm going to run through the Carolina State Road Race. A uh, couple housekeeping items. If you are not in the Discord yet, you want to be in it. People talking about, we have over 200 people now. Um, training tips, what people are doing for specific intervals. Yes, there's a Crit Life channel now. Uh, running joke in there. Articles, tech, favorite charts and graphs, nutrition, training tips, workouts, strength training, motivation, all the disciplines, everything that you want. If you want to talk to people about cycling, if you love training, racing, etc., that is the place to be because guess what? Your husband, wife, whoever does not always want to hear about your KOMs, but the crew does. So join up. Evoke community. No, you do not have to be an athlete. You just have to be somebody that likes riding and training. All right, so people always ask me about pre-race stuff, and what I want to cover in this video is very quickly my run into the race. It was the state championship for the Carolinas. I wanted to win this one. It would be number 10 in my P1 racing since I got my Cat 1 in 2010. I've Since the first one I got, I always wanted to get 10, so that would be sweet. I'm going to go through the strategy based on who was on the start list, not a huge field, lots of one twosies, threesies teams. What does that mean? And then the race. My pre-race, you know, I was a little, not worried, but I always, I came off a of rest week, went and did uh, Oak Ridge in Tennessee, went to Rochester and did this huge, these double 165 rides in Vermont. And then my third week, I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I was driving home. I stayed in Pennsylvania, ripped up some KOMs and was feeling really good coming into the weekend. And then was just like, okay, I need to keep this until the race because I couldn't take a rest week this fourth week and then go into a race. You would just feel crappy. I was kind of tired on Monday, came around by Tuesday, did a group ride. I tried to take it easy on the group ride. I was definitely tired and was just thinking, don't go super deep tonight because you're going to feel bad on Wednesday. Had a good ride, had a good ride on Wednesday. And this is really my pre-race that I've been doing a lot this year, four-hour ride, and then just a recovery hike or walk, and then a two-hour endurance ride. If you don't ride as much, I would say do a two-hour ride with some sprints, do the walk, and then do maybe an hour and a half. A lot of people taper too much. And I wasn't really tapering for this. It was... uh race I wanted to win, but last one of the year, didn't really put any stress on it. And a lot of times those are the races you just do better at. Let's talk about real quickly the race, uh, who was there. And when there's a lot of like small teams, it's an interesting dynamic because you know that if there's 50 guys, there might be only like four or five entities that can really control much a lot more is like onesies and twosies who are guessing how to get in the break. Like just not say guessing, but like rolling the dice and hopefully this is it. Cause if you get countered, you can't cover everything on your own. When it's ones and twos, it's like if two guys go up the road, now there's still seven teams to chase. Like Furman had three, Velocious had two. One hidden capy rider, I think was Brooks Weinke, who I had raced against a bunch. Ian Tapp, who's super freaking strong. I met Landry at that group ride on Tuesday. He goes to App State. And James, our friend in the Discord, who's in Kentucky. Is that right, James? I think so. Um, 
Zeb, thanks for the footage you sent. He posted on Instagram. I don't love GoPro footage that much. It's like the camera's so low. It doesn't, I think it doesn't show how hard the climbs were. So I'm going to not post that. What I want to say is I use these 33 mil tires in Vermont and because you have to, you can't ride 25s that I ride. I had tried to ride 28s before. I just thought it felt too much like a Cadillac. Like I was just like floating in this boat and these were amazing. And so I kept them on for the road race, just curious about them. I've never been ripping down some downhill, like harder turns behind someone thinking, dude, let's break. And I just wanted to like fly on these things. I might be a convert. Wider might be better. And metrics for the race, three and a half, just over three and a half hours, 85 miles, 360 normalized. And we got neutralized once. This was a barn burner. And I'll get into why in a second. 5,500 feet climbing, 3,500 kJs, 272 TSS. Did a good job relative. I would like to see this closer to 50%, but a lot of hammering on this one. You know, eight and a half minutes almost of FRC, which right now, according to WK, was over 630 watts. That's like, imagine doing, how hard was this race? It was eight laps and we had eight and a half minutes. So like every lap, do a minute just going ham minute does not sound hard enough but now think about those think about those one minute intervals when you go and do eight this this is a hard race and we'll talk about why i wasn't just burning matches a lot of times athletes especially they might be like upgrading from cap four or something they're like i'm marked i'm marked i'm marked you know once you start to level up people they are not always there are some teams that incorrectly mark riders meaning they just follow fast people but not to try to win because they're almost like kind of negative and just not smart about racing they'll mark a rider to then let other people go up the road without them and lose the race that's not what you want to do but if you're a fast cat four people are going to want to go with you because they think you're going up the road and you can get away two people in the race came up to me and said how does it feel to be a marked rider i'm like hey man this is racing I'm like I don't mind. I don't take it. I'm not mad at people. I'm not the guy who's like, everybody pull through. Everybody got to work. Like I try not to talk to people in races. I actually got into it with a couple of the Furman dudes and we're cool. There was no, no beef about it, but we just had some miscommunication. One of the guy would like kind of leave a little gap and make you like go around him and close it. And I was getting kind of pissed. Like, why are you doing this? So I scooted around him and he was like, Hey, yo. And I was like, yo, dude, I don't know what cutesy game you're doing, but like, if you keep doing this, it's super annoying. And so I, I try not to talk to other people, especially like that. Not, and we were all good, you know, towards the end of the race. This course, it was really hard to get away. There was too many fast section after the hard rollers. And I'll show you that. And since there were all these onesies and twosies, it would get welded back together. Uh, there were times when I would look back if three or four of us got going up the road and a couple strong dudes were pulling us back because all four of us weren't working together right away. Oh, remind me to tell you what the duck means. Everybody, somebody, Ian Tapp rolled up and asked me about the duck. So what I did was break this race down. Here is 360 normalized over 337. So the first lap was pretty hot, 375 normalized. I want to let the race unfold as I was talking about. But at the same time, you can't always control a race. So like these matches that I'm roasting here, in the beginning on some of these rollers number one i'm curious how people respond who in this group like are there any people that just aren't fit that we can get rid of that might be on one of these teams and let's start to get people in like singles or maybe 
Maybe the Furman guys aren't that good. Maybe we can get rid of a guy soon. That did not happen. The other thing was people started sending people up the road pretty early. And kudos to Furman. They definitely raised as a team. They are like, if we were in the group, somebody was going up the road. So I'll have one guy go up the road and then another guy went up the road. And then I don't want to let people get super far away in like a group of six because since I'm relatively marked at a local race, a lot of people are going to either want me to do all the work to pull people back or if I try and get away and I'm just not physically strong enough to drop 15 people, which in a race like this, a lot of times I'm just, you're just not. It's hard. You can't ride away from 15 people. But with this course, with this type of terrain, you need to use it to the advantage. And the biggest thing that sticks out to me is blomp, blomp, those huge little one and a half minute efforts, 450 for four minutes mid-race. This was the second lap, I think, third lap. I don't think the first lap was wasting too much energy. Four guys eventually get up the road and on this very second lap, so about 40 minutes in, the moto comes up. He's like, hey, Cat 3 is about to catch you guys. I'm going to neutralize you. And this stunk because we're like going right into the part where we want to hammer it. Four guys up the road. This is probably not good. I want to put in some hard efforts. I think that the, this is where I'm going to put in the efforts. These climbs were actually not too bad. I'm mean, just trying. I want the group to get through this quickly and with a ton of time left, still have six laps to go, you know, 50 plus miles. There's no reason to be worried just yet. I was a little concerned. It got up to three and a half minutes, I believe, uh, when they were neutralized. With only four guys, I knew they wouldn't keep a super hot pace the whole time. And it just had to be, when do we drill it? Lap three happened to be that time. Crushed on these three portions of the climb. And that basically shattered the group with uh, Ian Tapp was helping me do that. Shout out to Ian. Friggin' riding like a beast. Six minutes, 486 normalized. And then we just kept punching the hell out of this course. Yeah, 14 minutes at 457. So, and at the point, the reason I hit it hard, that second little roller, I looked back, it was super strung out and I could see little gaps forming. And I'm like, if we can ditch people by this one and just keep it going, we're gonna lose some people, which is exactly what happened. One thing that I was trying to do also before this was, which is somewhat risky, but letting a couple people go, waiting. And since if you're marked, people expect you to chase, I would just sit there and let two more people go. So like, you know, two guys are only 30 seconds of the road. Two got two more guys, 30 more seconds of the road. Or so maybe a minute and 30 seconds. And then I was trying to like jump groups, like hop skip to people. The course was just really fast in parts where like you couldn't get rid of people. So you'd then be bringing three people and going up this portion. It was hard to get away. At one point, we all came back together before we hit those rollers and attack. You got to try all these different little things sometimes, but you just got to figure it out. Like if you're marked, figure it out. Just keep trying different things. And you got to like balance using burning those matches and saving something for later to get the W. Eventually, the group got down to four of us. Myself, Ian, the guy that from Furman that was uh, bridged up with us and was able to sit on, which actually it worried me a little bit. because, like, man, that was like a lap and a half that we did all that work, and he was just cruising. That's bike racing. Show up with the team. You get an advantage like that. And then really to skip to the end, the last lap, I was thinking, 
I thought for sure if I dropped a bomb, I did not have many matches left on this climb, it would get rid of people, and it just did not. I mean, I was trying so damn hard. I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to let this come to a sprint. It really became cat and mouse coming up to the finish. I ended up leading this out. It was about a 30-second sprint, I want to say, maybe 40-second. Yeah, this is pretty close to finish. 986 for 30, 30 seconds at 1022. So not bad. Took the W, super pumped. So what does the duck mean? So the duck, I can't even honestly now at this point remember. Ian's like, what's the duck, man? I missed that. You know, we're creating community with Evoke, whether you're an athlete of ours or you just love cycling, training, racing. Let's talk about it. Let's communicate. Let's have open dialogue. I'm really not into coaches that have secrets. And, you know, I always reference, I asked a coach, another coach one time for his opinion on something. And he goes, you should ask your coach that. And I was like, I wanted to like chuckle. I'm happy when another coach asks me for my opinion. It's like, wow, you value my opinion. That's awesome. This guy's just apparently super conceited. That's not what we want to have here. And so the duck, ducks are huge on community. Ducks, if you look into like the folklore of them, they are like kind of like, let's go, let's get it done. Let's make moves. And we want to have some, we're going to come out with some clothing and I don't want chain rings and bike spokes on it. So you will see some duck, uh, I don't want to say regalia. Someone, we were joking, you need seven pieces of duck flare at all times. Uh, so those will be coming out. Lack to go. Got to give them a shout out for in the sprint. Legs felt great all day. And join the Discord. Great race by everybody there. Time to do some gravel KOM hunting. And then heading to base and starting my lifting. If you haven't listened to the Matt Bickford podcast, I highly recommend it. That has received so many kudos. Matt, thanks again for doing that. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great weekend. See you.